Welcome back to the Maven Show. This is your host, Rohit. Today we have Charles. Charles, one of the founder and CEO of the Top Leads Agency. He's been into the entrepreneurship from probably more than 10 years now and have did multiple figures in businesses like a couple hundred thousand euros cross million dollars in sales, revenues, and so on and so forth, and working with great mid-sized organizations and small businesses and so on. So Charles will be sharing us a bunch of insights today, and we would love to have him in into the Mami show. Welcome in, Charles. Thank you, Rohit. I've been late uh, to the show, so my apologies for that, but hopefully I'll make up with great content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We would love to have you in, you know, like sharing you a bunch of insights about entrepreneurship and so on. So just like, let me just like, you know, like you are pretty new to the audience we have, you're pretty new to the show we have. So would you like to tell us something about yourself first, like you're pretty much your background and how, how did you start it, when did you start it and what's the purpose behind everything? Yeah, well, uh, I started as many young teenagers growing up in uh, an American-ish culture. I'm from Quebec, Canada, and uh, we we checked to our neighbors south for the, the culture. And so I was listening to these rappers, you know, talk about monies and cars and, and all of these things. And I wanted that as a young um, guy. My dad was an entrepreneur. So I had a lot of my dad in my veins and in my brain. So I was like, huh, okay, I'm, uh, I had these jobs, but I want this freedom. I want uh, to be in charge of my own schedule and I want to make more than $11 an hour, which was the minimum salary back in these days. So I looked up uh, to entrepreneurship. I, have, um, I had a couple of friends, their parents were also entrepreneurs. Um, I had this one friend who was selling iPod Touch and I thought, okay, I can do that too. So I began buying iPod Touch at like 60 bucks and reselling them at 120. And I did that also with other Chinese, um, any, anything Chinese really on a website called AliExpress uh, slash Alibaba. So I would yeah. buy, you know, something at $1 and resell it for like 50. So I discovered <laughs> the art of profit, you know, which was highly motivating for my young brain. It was like, turn a dollar into 50 bucks. And then I can go out and party and do all types of stupid shit with that money. So that was the, the start of my journey. I, long story short, you know, I went and traveled uh, to Hong Kong as a student. I then discovered digital nomadism. And from there, you know, I started traveling the world with my wife, launched a bunch of business, my agencies and so forth. So did a bunch of things in between, went on TV and uh, I mean, started a supplement uh, that was formulated by a bunch of scientists and so forth. But long story short, uh, yeah, pretty cool life that um, I had over the past couple of years and it's just getting started. So like how many businesses you've been launched so far? Probably around 100 um, so far. How many succeeded? Like probably a tenth or something like that, financially speaking, because uh, you know, for example, my supplement business, it was literally uh, a PhD in entrepreneurship or an MBR. Even these words don't do it justice because, as you know, the uh, educational system is kind of uh, very backwards. And I mean, I learned so much, you know. So, for example, my supplement business, um, I closed it down. Uh, we lost respectively probably 50K plus, uh, me and my partner, but still it was worth the while, you know, because we learned pretty much everything from there. And nowadays, you know, with this uh, top leads agency thing, we do cold email 
and it allows me to test a bunch of uh, products with different markets, you know, to reach product market fit. So theoretically, I must launch around one new business per day. Um, so this is pretty incredible and allows me to see, you know, what works and what doesn't work in this market. And what do you think, like, have you faced any challenges in your journey so far? How did you overcome that? And what's been from that standpoint to now over here, you know? I think we only face challenges as entrepreneurs, but we get to love them. We get to modify our brains and our mindset to get to love uh, these challenges. So, I mean, where to start? Um, various times in my businesses, and again, this is uh, my fault because I'm, I'm pretty much uh, on the left side of the risk um, line, if you want. I'm, I take a lot of risk, but a lot of times I've been backstabbed in my business, you know, um, I promoted people to leadership positions internally while they should not have been promoted. I trusted people which were not worthy of trust and they turned back on me, you know, because that's what people do when um, there's money involved, you know, there's a, an easy way and a tough way. I've always took the, the tough way uh, on my side, the, the scalable way, but some people, they just need money right now, whether it's to feed themselves or to feed their families, you know, they've got really animalistic uh, mindset. So yeah, I've been, uh, I've been turned down by lots of people. I've been backstabbed by my own, you know, my own employees, for example, at some point I had a bunch of angry clients um, pairing up together and going after me, you know, um, I've got lawsuits and so forth. So my reputation has been uh, ruined a couple of times, you know, but I always stood up and uh, yeah, I learned from these errors because it's, it, it's never black or white in this world. It's never like, oh, it's them, it's them. No, shit, it was me. You know, I, I didn't <laughs> take care enough uh, of my clients. I didn't vet my people enough in my HR um, processes. So I did pretty much every error in the textbooks, but that's, that's what we're supposed to do, right? billionaires they just fell a billion times more than you and i you know that's that's the difference between between them and the the common mortal got it like how you entered into entrepreneurship is it something you've been doing since the teenage someone pushed you to get in someone forced you to get in or you decided yeah i'm just going to have and i'm just going to build up getting into this thing Mega. Yeah, me was more like natural since you know I've been conditioned from a young age by my dad uh, which is an entrepreneur but it's it was also the seeking profits like I said and seeking time and and money freedom because you know when you think about it there's time there's money there's energy in this world um, pretty much each are equivalent to one and, and another you know so I was always seeking more on that level um, I was, I didn't want to be told by someone what to do. You know, I had a, a very decent brain myself and I could strategize, I could plan, I could think. So why would this guy with white hair would tell me what to do, you know, when I was working at this uh, golf club when I was younger. So, you know, like I, I've always sought um, this, this freedom. That's why I dove into entrepreneurship and that's why I'm not coming back. Also, that's, that's a question, you know, because um, I could be making a shitload of money at this age with the, the skill set that I have in this, this job market um, as a VP sales, um, even somewhat as a, a CEO or a COO. I, I am so much adaptable that I could change myself and learn the crafts of pretty much everything. So that's a salary of at least 150K. I could be, a, a, you know, a financier as well. You know, I, I have that in my DNA, a, v, a VC or 
financial analyst, I could make at least 150 50 to 200K um, a year. So I, I, I turned down job offers, for example. So why am I continuing to do that? Well, because I'm, I'm going all in, you know, like I, I don't I don't want to, to make these smallish sums of money compared to what I could make um, in the near future, which could be 150 million. You know, you replace a K by, by an M. Um, or even billions later on. And also I want to retain this freedom and I don't want to corrupt my, my mindset um, with exchanging my time for money. I want to be an artist. I want to keep on um, doing my art, which uh, nowadays is, is copywriting and so forth, videos, content, my thinking. I don't want to corrupt that. Um, I want to keep on thinking like a, a pirate, um, a coureur des, des bois like I am. So that's, that's the, the why I'm, I'm keeping on track. It's amazing to know, you know, like, like, do you think, like, what are the future plans you have right now? And how many brands do you own at this time? And what are the, how much you are into the operations side of each business or brand, you know, and what are the future plans of each of them? Not lo not so long ago, I was 0% involved in my ops and that's fully outsourced. Um, recently, I got 20, 30% involved into them because my COO um, had something unfortunate happen to him. So we had to replace him. Um, so I do not spend much time in the ops um, or I go on and off. I love to give people their freedom and uh, especially if it goes well. So yeah, I'm a bit involved in my ops. Um, I mean, top leads, there's a couple of brands under it. So we do cold email for sales. We do closing as a service. We do recruitment. Uh, we do raising capital as a service, you know, so there's a couple of brands under there. And then I have a bunch of other brands um, as well that are in the, the mix. Um, for example, I want to get back in biohacking. Um, I'm launch, launching this longevity business will likely be, you know, uh, health tests. So you test yourself, you send them back to the lab and they give you your, your data points and so forth. So that's a game I'm seeking to get into uh, before the, the year ends. And I'm also getting in the incubator game. So to have a bunch of startups under me, I'm launching my own SaaS this year as well, software agency as well. So we've got a bunch of projects in the pipeline, you know, but the core focus right now is, is uh, top leads. It's coaching. It's also um, as a founder, providing um, myself like a, a full on salary without uh, talking about my other business branches. For example, I do coaching and my goal for this year uh, is to make like 120K in my pockets only um, from that business. And, you know, I'm on track because my coaching, you know, it's, it's very popular and, you know, I can build a bunch of clients for that. I can reinvest these things in other assets and so forth. So that's what I'm into right now. Uh, yeah, entrepreneurship, I mean, I'm strongly biased, but I, I recommend it for most um, that is that is if you want to achieve time freedom, um, mm -hmm. but yeah, it's also you know if you're seeking you know just a, a normal classic life that's also respectable. Maybe it's not for you, but for me, for my type of personality, um, guy that has always sought freedom, you know, from authority or anyone to, trying to tell me what to do, uh, it was definitely the the best path. And I'm pretty sure you can understand that yourself, Rohit. I think you've been in the game for. For a couple yeah. of years now, I mean, you, you you cannot turn back, you know. Once once you you have a taste of it, you cannot taste anything else. Yeah, it is. You know, like uh, it's good as well. There are a bunch of challenges you have to face every day, probably from your own loving ones as well, 
are from your own society, you know, from the people we have and the society outside, like bunch of things, you know, but it's, it's fun as well. I do believe this is fun as well. And to be honest, like, <clears throat> sometimes I do feel like, <clears throat> you know, like, if I've been doing a job from last five years, I've been, I have never tasted the things which I have been tasted from last one or two years in this entrepreneurship of mine. But like, what do you think, according to you, so like, you've been into entrepreneurship from last 10 years now, what do you think? What's the mindset behind the entrepreneurship, you know? Like, is it something which anyone can do? Is it something which should be having some qualities to get in, you know, and keep it going? Or is it easy? Is it easy or not? How it is? No, never easy. Um, I mean, if you ask me or someone that has been in the game for quite a while, we will tell you that it's easy. That's because we convince ourselves that everything is easy. And also it's because we forgot the struggle um, literally. And it's because the brain improves on a daily basis. It's just like a muscle. The more charge you add to it, the more toughness you add, the more you stress you give it on a daily basis, the more it improves. So uh, it's, yeah, like, I mean, I've tried to, teach people to go on entrepreneurship from day one they weren't entrepreneurs uh it's probably never gonna work out for them uh truth be told so you need that that kind of spark of almost extremism in, in your blood of radically wanting uh freedom you know um probably coming from traumas in your own past or just inspiration because humans it's always you can play on the lack or or the want you know so me and in my case i had both i had and that, that was entrepreneur to inspire me when I had a system that kind of oppressed me uh, up until I was like 18, you know, always being, um, you know, outside of the class, not fitting in the educational system, although I excelled at it because I was smart, but, you know, they, they always treated me with, um, with less than what I deserved and I always got bored in class and so forth. So if you don't have these things playing for you, I mean, it can be very challengeful to be successful in entrepreneurship so if if it's hard or not yes it's it's hard but like i mean if you change your mindset and i mean that's the name of the game whether you want entrepreneurship or not you know the the game of just like being um schooling yourself and being better one percent uh better on a daily basis i'd encourage uh, anyone to get on that path and you know if they start seeing for example that their nine to five is is boring and they want more you know they're like performance machine whether uh, at young age or in sports competitions as athletes or so forth um i mean if they they feel bored at their job maybe they, they should seek out something better um you know if uh, so then they can try to go for a harder position that's better paid and if they get bored again then they might be okay fuck it you know i'm starting my own stuff and uh, i'm never looking back again because I'm tired of that, or they might even hit a bad manager, you know, that, you know, makes them have a terrible experience at the, at their work. They're like, okay, yeah, never of that again. I don't ever want to deal with a shitty manager again. I'm starting my own stuff. Um, now, obviously there's a trap, you know, because when you start your own stuff, like the, the book Emit describes it well, a lot of people suck at entrepreneurship, just like a lot of people suck at being a CEO of something. Uh, you need to develop a skill set for these things. Don't think that you will be good at entrepreneurship from day one. Uh, you'll need to develop a bunch of skill set. You'll need to be ADHD as well, because you cannot like focus on one thing at a time in entrepreneurship, especially when you start. 
So yeah. kind of being a jack of all trades, you'll need to change. It, it won't fucking hurt because, you know, just like a, a butterfly um, gets out of his cocoon, you know, you always evolve into some different things. So you need to be highly comfortable with change and highly adaptable. And eventually, yeah, you'll understand that this is life, you know, constant metamorphosis, uh, pain, love, enjoyment. You know, it's a heck of a ride. Um, and for me, it's, it's perfect because I love the trail. I mean, you, a couple of experiences you don't really want to count or recount. Uh, mm -hmm. For example, you know, my first T-shirt company, we never sold a T-shirt. Uh, my grass cutting company, we bought a truck and all the equipment and never even mowed one grass, you know. So these embarrassing experiences. Um, and by the way, if you ask why these this happened, it's because I didn't know sales. Sales are like super duper important. Sales is putting yourself out there. It's crushing your ego and just, you know, doing what you need to do to get some sales. And as a young kid, I've always been, you know, nurtured by my parents playing Call of Duty in the basement and, you know, mm -hmm. living a comfortable life. Um, I didn't know anything about touching on doors, you know, and asking for people to mow their grasses and like looking back at it, I would definitely redo it. I, for example, if I have a, a son and a daughter, I definitely accompany them uh, to do these things um, and get them accustomed to putting their ego on the line. You know, I had so much ego when I was younger, like you, you couldn't be right with me. I was always right. You were always wrong. And yeah, that that took me a while to um, detach myself from that and to, to become the man I am today. So sales sales is like number one for new entrepreneurs. You, you need to sell or you die. Yeah, it is. You know, like you have to, at the end, it's, it's money, it's your revenue to roll in. You have to sell anything. Like it is. Yeah, that's the game. Yep. And tell me like, you guys have been, you guys been into tech. You're into tech as well. You're into technology, you know. I've been into technology as well. But do you think like how technology is entering into the startup culture, how it's changing, evolving, evolving, you know, and how it's going to be changed in the next five, ten years, you know? Technology, I mean, it's kind of hard to predict where it will go. Um, startups, I can tell you, you know, I can come back to my emerging countries theory. India has a lot playing for them on the startup side. So me, I'll be investing uh, in India for sure. Um, my VC money in the next couple of years and these emerging markets. Latam is one of my uh, favorite markets as well. Uh, this as a general direction, we can talk about AI and all of these things. AI is like a, a conversation, you know, where to start. We're definitely not at the stage of hitting AGI and losing all of our jobs and everything being solved and uh, universal uh, general uh, income, UGI and, and all of these things, but that will have a strong impact on the market. Um, RPA, uh, robotic processes automation. Um, so that will certainly have an, an impact on this world. We're seeing crypto as well. You and I, we wanted to talk about crypto during this podcast, so maybe that's the moment to do so. But um, I also believe the future of countries to be um, you know, countries that are founded just like a business, assembling people that agree on a culture, um, people that have similar values and so forth with the, their own cryptocurrencies and so forth. I think that that is the 10 to 15 years future of the world and the world is going to fundamentally change when that's going to happen. But in terms of startup, I mean, it's 
it's almost the same old, you know, like I don't follow up uh, the trends that much, although I do know what uh, is working nowadays, what's hot and what's not. Obviously, we know that Web3 was, was hot and, and crypto as well nowadays, although there's been a crash and so forth. But yeah, I do believe that this is kind of the future. Um, and in the startup world, I mean, NFTs are cool. Um, so far, we, we don't see like real utility behind NFTs, although they must be exciting from um, a monetary perspective. And I'd love to discuss that with you. But yeah. to me, it's, it's all it's all interesting, you know, these these topics and where society is heading. Uh, I think, generally speaking, tech is saving the world. Startups are are saving the world. So I'll, I'll always be behind it and uh, preaching slash encouraging the, the cause. NFTs, Web3, blockchain, crypto. I've been into this room just last one year now, but I've been having learned so much, so much, I guess, that I am even launching my own Web3 brand now. And we, I'm just trying to bring the best friendship bond probably into the metaverse with the name of Daha friends, you know, making 10K, 555 five, five friends in the in the Daha friends metaverse, you know, having all friends into the ones and like everyone can experience the friendship, you know. That's something, you know, like coming up. That's amazing. Friendship. Tell me a bit more about friendships. Why did you focus on that? Oh, friendship, you know, like I've been, I will be covering this into the next podcast with you probably just to, for just for the sake of glimpse, you know. Um, since I've been into entrepreneurship from last three, four years of mine, I lost touch to the old gold guys and gold friendships which I have had and I've been missing that so much like so much I guess for the sake of some time man I'm alone at my space at this time just focusing on my things just focusing on my brands just focusing on malware focusing on downrange focusing on under the mountain with a bunch of things you know what's next what's next what's next and so on and I've been missing the things out where are my friends, man? Where are my friends? Then recently, I guess, like, uh, I got inspired from one of my friendships. So I have had my one friendship from where I just got inspired from this. So that took the idea of bringing this, bringing this to the reality, you know, like, we should be creating this kind of like a bond, a forever bond into the metaverse. So everyone should experience this kind of bond into the metaverse. Even the person is not experiencing into the real world, you know, because there are a bunch of things happen in people's life. Friends disappeared or they have their own lives to go their own ways, you know? So people face it every day. I did have faced that same way, you know? So I know like this can be something, you know? just to be exploring, you know, and coming up with something. So this was the one, it's coming now. Yeah. Nice, love it. Good idea, let's, let's see how it goes. Yeah, people are loving it so far. Name is the best, things are the best. I'm just trying to make the 10,000 plus friends right now. Every friend is unique. Every friend will be have their own names. That name is something which they will be known for for the entire centuries into the metaverse, into the digital world and so on. Even into the real world as well by giving them the utilities and so on. Yeah. Then each will have their own AGI personality eventually and will be a real friend. 100%, 100%. Let's say you will be the, uh, let's say Charles will be going to be the friend of Eric. Eric, who is the part of Daha Friendship or Daha Friends Metaverse. 
that's something you know like everyone has their own name bringing on the same like a real we have real things we will be having the digital it's exactly the same awesome Charles. that's all i guess that's all like I, mean, I, I have been asked a bunch of questions from you what do you think like do you want to give a quick tips for anyone who is entering into the entrepreneurship probably tech probably what's what mindset the person should consider you know or what things the person should consider in moving on you know um, when you start as an entrepreneur, you get a lot of short-term mishaps, uh, lots of challenges, lots of fire burning. When these happens, just look um, five to 10 years in the future, you know, and ask yourself, will it matter in that time? The answer is always no. Every time I've been backstabbed and I've had drama in my own businesses, you know, it doesn't even matter today. Actually, it's just good content, you know, it's content that I use for these podcasts. So be patient, have this very long-term mindset and just be systematic and rational about things. If you put in the time on a daily basis, if you read the books, the podcast, you know, and get uh, good content in your brain. And if you act on these uh, pieces of knowledge on a daily basis, your brain will get better. You will get these connections. You will think better. You will think faster. You will make better decisions. Everything will be better in your life, in your business. So if you do that on a daily basis, 365 days a year for like five to 10 years, uh, next thing you know, greatness will happen in whatever you do. Okay, so have a, a long-term mindset. Uh, think in terms of five, 10, 15 years. Be creative, you know, express yourself in your art, which is your business. You have the freedom to do that on a daily basis. That, will, that should be enough to keep your smile on and, and keep you going. And yeah, when tough shit uh, hits you and sh hits a proverbial fan chill okay like uh, this will be fine in five to ten years that's awesome Charles. that's all from my side i guess like, i think i have asked a bunch of questions so far you know that's all so that's it um thanks for having into the show and sharing these bunch of insights i guess people would be loving to have these insights to get going with the entrepreneurship you know and how to roll the ball you know that's all. Thanks for being on the call. And I would love to hop on the next podcast with you, having discussion about the crypto and so on. Thanks.